Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, Episode 526. The Positive Productivity Podcast was created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success. I'm your host, Kim Sutton, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton, and I'm so happy to have you here. And I just know this is going to be a fabulous episode because, well, Adam Sobieski from Best Day of Our Life and I have just spent almost 20 minutes having a blast in our pre-chat. So (laughs) I realized we need to cut it off there and get it recording because you're just going to be blown away. But Adam, (laughs) thank you so much for joining me. Of course. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it, Kim. Adam, how did best day of my life get started? Well, that is a great question. So about four years ago, my, basically my best friends and I, we kind of just started saying best day of my life, kind of just a little bit tongue in cheek, you know, like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, usually people say good, whatever. I, we kind of started saying, hey, best day of my life, you know, and people, it was kind of funny. People would kind of do a double take. It would make people stop. They'd be like, well, what does that mean? What, what is that, you know? what do you mean it's the best day of your life? And I'd be like, hey, I'm here, I'm breathing, I'm grateful, you know. And, and it was kind of just a cool way to interrupt that autopilot of, you know, when somebody says, you know, hi, hi, how you doing? And so what happened is, you know, four years ago, we were saying that. And then uh, one of our girlfriends made us all matching shirts, you know, because she knew we were saying it. She thought it'd be kind of funny. And uh, she made all of us matching shirts that said best day of my life. And sure enough, we would go out wearing these shirts and it was just an immediate conversation piece like attention getter and just a positive thing like we would get you know like I would go get a coffee and the guy working at the coffee is like oh best day of your life thank you for making my coffee shop a part of your journey today on the best day of your life and it just it invoked a different response than I've ever got wearing anything else and we didn't do it for that you know intention we just thought it was fun and what organic, me being an entrepreneur, I run a, another business called Sharp Retention. I've been running for 15 years. I invest in real estate. I have multiple properties, things like that. I've always been an entrepreneur. But what started to happen is people would follow up with, where can I get one of those? Where can I buy one of those? I would like, have asked you the same shirt? thing. Yeah. Yeah, ex- exactly. And that question can only hit you so many, several hundred times before you're like, Duh. I wasn't ever intending to get in the t-shirt business, but like, guys, should we start to sell this? And so- you know, we basically partnered up. It was a you know super positive thing, and we're like, yeah, this is great. Let's look into getting the IP, right, the intellectual property. And so we figured there's no way, right, Kim? There's no chance that somebody doesn't own the trademark for Best Day of My Life, right? No like, kidding. As good as, uh, there's so many trademarks that are owned. We're like, there's no chance those four words are available. Sure enough, Nobody owned that trademark. So we got an attorney, takes, you know, like a little over a year. It's a long process to get a trademark. And we went through the whole thing, got the trademark on the URL on GoDaddy was available, which again, a lot of people will buy, right? Bestdayofmylife.com. This is just four years ago. And we're like, there's no way that website's going to be available. We're going to have to buy it from somebody. Sure enough, nobody had it. So 30 bucks, we got that trademark. Not, not all, it was probably the most expensive, but not, not all that expensive. And then Sure enough, we got the Facebook and Instagram. We again, we were just shocked that nobody had it, you know, on Facebook or Instagram. Because when you think about social media, it basically is people posting pictures of the best days of their lives, right? Getting married, right. having a baby, 
whatever. So we're like, there's no way we're going to be able to get these. And sure enough, we got all the social media, the trademark, the website, everything. And then we did a Kickstarter campaign and we sold uh, $10,000 worth of shirts in about five days, right? And so we're like, whoa, like we really have something here. Like we hit our goal, all the rest of it. And we're like, wow, this is amazing. The product is selling. We have like, this is great. We have the trademark, all of it. And so, but eventually what happened is in the cliche, but true saying too many cooks in the kitchen applied here. When you have five, 20% owners and you have, you know, musician, teacher, couple entrepreneurs, but kind of people all over the place, we really struggled with the, even though the, what was good, the product, best day of my life, the vision and whatnot, the who wasn't really working. Too many cooks in the kitchen, different people doing different things. Roles and responsibilities were hard to divide and conquer. And it would just became something where it kind of fizzled out. Like we literally had orders coming in. We didn't have a warehouse. We couldn't fulfill orders. People were kind of dropping the ball here and there. The right foot wasn't talking to the left foot probably because there was too many feet in general. And so we basically just kind of fizzled out. And just kind of sat on it. We're like, oh, okay, you know, maybe someday we'll get back with it. So fast forward four years later, uh, one of my best buddies and probably my original mentor, Tony Carlson, who's the, you know, the majority owner, best day in my life. He's got a big company, in my opinion, 53 employees. He's done very well for himself, has a couple businesses and just kind of a serial entrepreneur and is very successful guy. He'd been beating me up every year, like, hey, when can I get involved? When can, can I buy it from you guys? When can I buy you guys out? When can I, you know, when can I take over this thing? Because he loved it. He was buying shirts. Like he was some of the orders we couldn't even ful fulfill were some of his orders. He just loved the concept. His friends loved the shirts. And people were asking him up in the Northwest, I'm in San Diego, he's in Portland. Hey, where can we buy that shirt? Where can I get one of those? Where can I get that? And so he badgered me for four years and basically year four, Sure enough, got together with my best buddies. We're like, hey, you know, we're not really doing anything with this anymore. Let's just sell to, to Tony. And uh, Tony kind of brought me back in to help, you know, with some strategy and sales and, and all the rest of it. But Tony is essentially majority owner and kind of headwaying the project. And he's the right guy. He's got a big warehouse, tons of inventory, lots of employees. So he kind of has uh, some systems already and some economies of scale with his current businesses uh, to be able to plug Best Day into that and actually make it work. So that's where we are. We've done some apparel shows, the pool trade show. We're doing some podcasts and we actually have a social media person and we hired a, uh, a salesperson who actually started uh, yesterday and they're starting to make calls to charities is a big play. Uh, the bridal industry is a huge play. I can Not see to that. kind of take off, talk, take off running here, but if you go to the hashtag for Best Day in My Life, 90% plus of those posts are people getting married. Yep, I can and see myself, that. Yeah, and myself just getting married two weeks ago, my bride wore, you know, the white tank top that says best day of my life in black lettering. And it was perfect because it was the best day of our life. It's easy to take on and off, right, for like getting ready because it's a tank top. It's super comfortable to wear. And it's a great thing for her to, you know, have a photo of and, and get that picture uh, taken. So it's a really great, there's so many bridal shops. That's going to be an avenue for us. We've done a little B2B where we have like some universities like Marquette University uh, has this in their student shop. Um, so they had lots of, you know, freshmen for orientation. We did it in their colors and, you know, people obviously resonate with the saying. And so, yeah, it's, it's been an, an awesome journey. We're kind of reigniting it this year and it's going really well. We, 
you know, have like 7,000 followers organically on Instagram. We get sales every day and it's just, uh, it's just kind of been a wild, a wild ride. So that's, that's the story. Listeners, before we got into recording, I actually turned on my camera and showed Adam, don't think inappropriately here, people, my, <laughs> my old Navy hoodie that I'm wearing today, because it is darn cold in Ohio. And I was like, I need a best day of my life sweatshirt so I can start wearing that on live streams and such. Adam, I'm in the t-shirt section right now. I'm not asking for a t-shirt as well. But you got to tell Tony <laughs> or whoever picks colors that we need the same aqua color in the sweatshirts. Uh-huh. Okay. Ah, uh, true. Very yes. true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, you know, I run a business. I've never been in an inventory business before. And, uh, you know, it's very interesting. We'd love to have all the colors, but it's one of those things where you got to kind of do it a little bit slowly or you start oh, to I totally spend, feel you. Uh, yeah. You spend lots of money sitting on on inventory. But yeah, you know, as we continue to grow, you know, we kind of follow the lead with revenue model as our sales continue to grow and, and they have and they will, you know, kind of like life is good. You know, who whose model are we essentially following? Life is good. You know, they started doing it 20 years ago, selling T-shirts out of their vans. They're now a hundred million dollar company. Uh, in 4,500 retail stores, everybody's heard of life is good. Yeah, you know, and that's the model we're, you know, we're not necessarily trying to reinvent the wheel and take some huge risk, like what they've done worked, but they're kind of baby boomers and above, I would say, you know, when you see people with life is good stuff on, yes, some younger people, but it's mostly people, baby boomers and whatnot know that about that. But people that are my age and younger and whatnot, and I'm 34, they don't, really where life is good. They don't really know what it is. And so we see ourselves as the new that, as bold as that may be to say, you know, and then, and then for, for us, you know, the big key component that we have with this, because purchase with a purpose has become such a big thing and we're not doing it just because it's great for marketing and the business model, but we've been really good friends. He's one of our best friends, John Broman. He runs the front row foundation and we've always given to his charity and supported him and all the rest of it. And John Vroman actually had ordered a lot of best day of my life shirts from way back in the day when we first started the company with my buddies originally. And he loved it because his charity is kind of like make a wish where it's all about taking people who are critically ill, you know, kind of having the last days of their life and helping them have the best day of their life, putting them in the front row of their favorite concert or sports game Mm. and taking a limo there. And that's the mission of, of his charity that he runs. And we've always loved it and support it and all the rest of it. And he loves the shirts because the person that's in that situation wears the best day of my life shirt. And that's kind of what his company is all about. And so 10% of all of our proceeds go to the Front Row Foundation. They were able to help, I think, almost 60 people last year that were having the last days of their life to have the best day of their life. And uh, it just feels good. You know, it's, it's a positive message. It's a positive product. And it supports an amazing cause. I've been involved in other businesses, real estate being the best example, where it's like, it's a numbers game. It's a cash flow game. You know, when I'm investing yeah. in real estate or running my other business, I'm not really saving, you know, I'm not saving the world. I'm not, re- you know, I'm helping myself, right? Yeah. Okay. Tenant gets a place to live. But, you know, in this business, it just, it's such a positive message and movement. And uh, that's, that's what I love most about it. Oh, I love that. A previous guest, and I am not going to pronounce her name right. Jessica Honiger. Okay. I'll put a, we'll have a link in the show notes on her Instagram page. This is not meant to be a, a Kim coaches Adam session, but <laughs> sure. what she does, she works with artisans in third world countries okay. who create jewelry. And then she's actually created 
I don't necessarily like the expression of MLM or or network marketing company over sure. here in the states, where she's got she's changing the lives of moms and women and men, I suppose, all over the states because the, now they're going out and they're selling the artisan made goods and they're creating yeah. income for their family, and it's also turning around the families in the third world countries because all of a sudden they have money to live yeah. because their their yeah. products are being sold. But what she does, which I thought was amazing, is on her Instagram. She'll actually do um, videos or I think she does them in stories where she'll hold up two different pairs of earrings and say, do you like this or this? And she'll have people vote on them. Mm, That would be such an awesome way to ask this color or this color. Yeah, it's great. And that's we've done that a little bit. And it's been a great form of marketing and just client engagement. What was interesting for us, you know, to me. My other business that I run is about 80% reorders. And to me, when you start getting reorders in a business, you have what I would call proof of concept. Oh, yeah. Right. Because not only, yeah. Yeah, not exactly. Not only are people ordering it, but they're coming back for more. They're telling for like, you know, we can get very romantic about what we're doing as entrepreneurs, but the market is the market. And if you're not going to listen to the market, you're going to get killed. You're going to lose a lot of money. And, uh, you know, so what, <clears throat> what we did is we did that when we came out with our hats, when we came out with our baby onesies, right? So imagine your little twins. Uh, being a little baby one of my life ever (laughs) (laughs) right exactly they got a little best day because when a baby's born by default best day of their life right they they haven't been here for very long so the baby onesies became a big crowd pleaser that we asked our clients about and while we were doing this we were getting reorders for more product we came out with hats and then when we came out with our black shirt and our i'm sorry we now have a black hoodie as well we started finding out that uh Black was a very popular color for tank tops and T-shirts and whatnot. And uh, I don't really know exactly why I don't wear a lot of black. I'm kind of a bright color guy. But Mm -hmm. apparently what we've learned is it's the most slimming color. So that was something that we learned. You know, we're we're brand new to the apparel industry, so it's kind of a learned thing. But, yeah, I think absolutely, you know, reaching out to your clients and, and your followers and asking them what you should come up with is a great way to stay in touch, a great way to market, and really the best way to come out with new products versus, like, Kind of the way we started originally was just picking stuff we liked. Well, you know, probably you should ask your customers, you know. Listeners, I want to invite you right now. And whether or not Adam and the rest of the team take any of the suggestions, I want to know, and you're going to do this by going to the kimsutton.com forward slash PP526. What type of product you would love to see best day of my life on? Because I... And I'm sorry, this is not why you're on here, but I'm going to give you unsolicited feedback. <laughs> I want a coffee sure. cup and a water in yes. a, a water tumbler. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And all of those products, you know, again, and that's really, again, when we talk about business models, it's really the model we're following is life is good. When you go to their site, that's what they have. Yep. Coffee mugs, tumblers. You name it. And they put life is good on everything. And they have different designations too, right? I'm a surfer. There's people that like to fish. There's people that like to hike. There's people that like to watch football, you know, whatever. Having kind of a best day of my life, just like life is good did, shirt that has, you know, a guy catching a fish or somebody surfing an awesome wave or, or whatever. And so as the business grows, again, we just want to do the lead with revenue model. We'll start coming out with more products, more things that we put best day of my life on licensing may or may not become a play for us as well. People that want to put like yoga pants are a very tricky segment. You know, we wouldn't want to go down that road ourselves, but there's some people uh, or stance underwear 
really high quality underwear. There's some amazing products that we have no interest really in recreating, but somebody might want to license, you know, the trademark and put best day of my life on some underpants or the back oh my of some gosh, yoga would... pants, stuff like that. Pretty <laughs> oh, fun stuff, right? It's fun. Oh, my husband you know, would just like laugh it. at that. <laughs> yeah. Imagine your husband walking around the house in his stance, tight boxers and on his ass, it says best day of my life. It's oh, pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, no, I mean, he would just be staring at my butt. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to say appropriate. You're really challenging me here. But, you know, I, I never try to say appropriate, but, you know, when, you, when you're part of a company called Best Day of My Life, staying appropriate is uh, more of a side note than a yeah, focus. Yeah, well, I, I do not love going to the grocery. What I love doing when I'm at the grocery, though, is actually making eye contact with people and smiling. Yes. Because it throws yes. me through a loop. It's like, what drug are you on? Why are you looking at me, number one? And right. why did you just smile at me? Is there a booger hanging out of my nose? Yes. And then totally. people will cut me off or honk at me. I drive a 1996 GMC conversion van. Someday it will get Perfect. updated. That's not the priority right now. But they'll, they'll cut me off or just honk at me because, okay, the thing takes forever to, to speed up. All right. So yeah. I'll like wave and give them the, the I love you sign language. And they're just like, what the heck? Yeah. Why? Right. Totally. Seriously, totally. I, I, do we need to call the cops here? Because you're clearly <laughs> on drugs. <laughs> I just cussed right. at you and I'm just flipping you the bird and you're sending me back an I love you. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, and, and I think that's part of the reason why we came up with these shirts is because people have this hypnosis, this autopilot that they kind of go through the day in. And obviously our smartphones don't help with that, you know, because people don't say hi in the grocery store anymore. People, you know, people are, are more connected than they've ever been, but more disconnected but at are, the same yeah, time. I was about to say, are you know? they really? No, they're not. They're more yeah. connected to more people, to more fake relationships let's just call it what it is you know you like somebody's post and you haven't talked to him in seven years is that still really a good friend I mean I don't know you know you like it's just interesting you know and I think that one of the things we loved about these shirts is that people were starting conversations with us and we would and we would even say hey best day of my life whatever it, it would just it would break the autopilot and it would actually encourage and invoke a real interaction with the person you know, maybe they're having a shitty day or maybe your day is not even going that good. And it's kind of ironic you're wearing a best day in my life shirt or it just you start talking to the other person, human being to human being. And that's what we kind of loved about these shirts. And you'll see, Kim, when you start wearing your best day in my life sweatshirt or T-shirt around, people will say things to you. They'll come up and talk to you. It's very it's almost trippy. And but you'll get that human being interaction. And it's just kind of cool. You know, it feels good. There's something there's, and again, I'm not a scientist, but there is something behind just when you can not just like somebody's Facebook post or DM somebody, but when you can connect with the person, person to person, and you are physically in front of that person, there's just a feel good, I don't know what it is, endorphin maybe you call it or something that, that comes from that interaction. And we need that. You know, you can't just be boxed inside this little smartphone and dm and snap you know instagram snapchat all these things you know we need those interactions and you know so i, I think that's one of my favorite things about kind of the best day of my life message and product is that it really does encourage people to you know ask hey why or what's that about or whatnot and so you know yeah i i, I totally agree you know it's it's you know, the biggest tr trick I'd say to, to that is, you know, don't be a slave to, to your phone. You know, your phone should be a slave to you. Turn your 
your notifications off. Why do you need to get notifications? You know, if you want to see your text, go into your message box. You know, you do, people are on autopilot though. That's why they don't turn their notifications off. They want to get a ring every time they get a Facebook message or a text or what. It's like, hey, if somebody really needs you, they'll call you. You know, mm-hmm. your messages will be there when you make time to go in there. But you shouldn't be interrupting what, what you're doing every 17 minutes because you get a text or a DM or an email or whatever. So, you know, I guess that's not me trying to be Mr. Coach, but that is something I highly encourage not just business people to do, but all people to do. Turn your notifications off. You don't need them. Absolutely I, don't need them. I still have notifications on for my email but I've learned to sure. ignore them. I think yeah, I've, checked, I've checked my email twice today. The second time was all your fault, by the way. <laughs> I think, did send you an email because I, sure. saw, I saw your email and I was like, okay, is he rescheduling? But you weren't. Oh, and, got it. Yep. And, but that was the only reason I went in. And I have to tell you, for the first, okay, I'm six years and just over a month into my business. The first okay. five years and... <laughs> 11 and a half months were spent enslaved to my email. See a pop-up, totally. go check. And mm-hmm. now, like, after our call today, actually, maybe that's a lie. Maybe after the next call I have, which is not a podcast, then I'm going to mm-hmm. be turning. No, it's not on Skype. That's awesome. I'm going to turn Skype off until next week. Because Good. I've had clients who expect that when they Skype, then I respond. I've had clients who exactly. expect that when they message, I respond. It doesn't matter if it's one o'clock in the morning. There is yep. one that I love and I will respond. But that's just yep. because that's where we are and there's a lot going yeah. on. But yeah. it says in my contract, I am 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And that does not mean yeah. that I am going to be on Facebook watching for you to do every single post so right. I can like it right away. I mean, I've, right. I've had family who's gotten upset because I'm not on there commenting on stuff and liking. I'm like, I don't live on Facebook. I have a life. I have five kids. I have a business. I have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And what you're really doing also is you're trained. You have to train the people, especially that are in your sphere of influence, right? Your family and close friends, people like that, that this is how I communicate. You know? So, so if you sit there and reply to their email right away, or like even with my wife, she replies to text right away. That's something she does. I don't. And she knows that I don't. And my friends and family know that I don't. If you really need me, you need to call me because I don't get text notifications. You know why? Because if I'm time blocked to focus on a business, I'm time blocked, you know, and I'm not getting notifications. And so, but it's important. People are like, oh, I get so distracted. I'm like, well, because you haven't been training your sphere for the last 20 months that this is how you reach me. Yeah. Right. And eventually they'll start to understand and clients are the same way, right? If they know they can send you an email and you're going to apply 30... 30 minutes later within like, they're going to continue to, to bombard you with emails. But if they know, like for my other business that I've built with a big staff and employees and team members and all of it, my clients don't call me anymore. They know if they need something, they call my staff, mm-hmm. but it didn't start that way. It started by them calling and emailing te- and texting me for everything. So I think there's an element of, at some point you have to make a choice and decide that, okay, I'm going to gradually start to fade and let my team handle that or start to train my clients that, hey, if you want to reach me, you really need to call me because I don't get notifications and just let people know that. And they'll start to, not only do they respect that because they wish they could do it, but a lot of the things they think are big deals are not big deals. Or maybe they think they need your help, but really they just need your assistance help or your customer service reps help or or whatever. But if if you don't ever relinquish control of that, you'll never train, even your, your husband or, you know, your significant other or, you know, your sister or whatever, like 
you have to train people on, hey, this is when I'm available and this is the best way to reach me. And, you know, that way there's no hard feelings when I get a text from my mom or my brother and I don't respond for 10 hours or till the next day. They know it's not nothing personal. I don't get text notifications. Everybody that's in my friends and family knows that, you know, so there's no hard feelings when why didn't he reply? Why didn't he like this? Blah, blah, blah. They know that I'm focused doing my thing. And so training those people is a huge part of that. Adam, I'm over here laughing. Parents, if you're listening with kids in the car, you might want to turn it down for the next minute. (laughs) I have finally taught my husband that if I'm in bed snoring, then don't wake me up. (laughs) I guess you didn't really need to turn it down right there. But like I, I was afraid of how far I would have to take that. But, you know, don't wake me up. I know what you want. But if I'm snoring... I am past the point of exhaustion. Like mm-hmm. when I am so, when I am that exhausted, I will snore. I've actually woken myself up snoring on airplanes because it, I would just yeah. gotten done with, and that's so embarrassing. I look around and try to blame it on somebody else. It's totally me. Okay. When I'm that tired, I snore. So I'm like, yeah, no. but my sleep at this point is, is like number Most one priority. Important. Yeah. It yeah. never, it wasn't up until two years ago, but you can dig yourself deep holes. I have to tell you, like, I love the whole concept because sometimes what we think is not the best day of our life is actually, like, I lost my job in 2008. I was an interior designer for a decade, and I moved to Ohio so I could design schools out here. And when the economy tanked, I lost my job because bond issues were paying for, tax bond issues were paying for the school improvements, and if people don't have jobs, they're not going to pass the levies. So I lost my job. But I had also made a lot of mistakes, and I know that contributed to me losing my job. I was devastated, but in total honesty, I hated the job, but I was devastated because that's my income. I ran into my boss a couple years ago at the grocery because she lives right near me, and it was the first time that we had run into each other, and I actually said thank you. I said I was devastated that day because that was my income, and I was at that point I was actually afraid of what my now ex-husband was going to say. But thank you, because had that not happened, I wouldn't have joined a local networking group, met my one of my dear friends, Ed, who introduced me to the law of attraction, which led me to leading my or meeting my husband and and leaving my ex and now I've got these kids and we bought a house and all this stuff is happening because you fired me. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't have understood that even what year are we in right now, two thousand eighteen? Yeah. I wouldn't have understood that even 10 years ago, even though I would have already been fired because I hadn't, it was just beginning. Like I hadn't met Ed, the chiropractor yet. Right. But just give right. it a few more months and I would have realized, I mean, okay, to be honest, it took me another six years to realize that everything happens for a reason that it really was the best day. Sure. Yeah. And, and that's where best day of my life can really come in is perspective, you know? that's usually how it is. Most of the things that are the most heart wrenching or scary, gut wrenching, difficult things typically are what, you know, shape us the best, give us the most either character or give us the most resilience, right? Which is the number one asset that any entrepreneur, business person or person in general, in my opinion, can have is resilience. Like if you don't go through those tough times, which we don't naturally want, you'll never build that resilience, that persistent, that you won't build the characteristics that you need to become the best version of yourself without those hard times. So as much as we don't want them and we want to shy away from them, 
they're absolutely necessary in order to get to where you want to be. They are required. There's no way to avoid it. Just accept it now, mm-hmm. you know, and you can accept it up front. And so best day of my life. Yeah, there can be a lot of perspective with best day of my life. It was funny. So I just got off the boat. I went wake surfing this morning. My best friend lives 20 houses down from me. And we were struggling to figure out on this axis boat how to make the wave perfectly to get it to be the height and vertical it needs to be. And we had a a buddy bail. So we only had three guys instead of four. And so we weren't able to configure the wave perfectly to let go of the rope, which is what we do when, when we go wake surfing. And so we were a little frustrated about it. It's the second time in a row it's happened. It happened last week as well. And, and what started happening was crazy. It was like seven in the morning. There was a huge house fire on the bay. And we were just huge black clouds of smoke and blah, blah, blah. And we looked at each other. And it was like instantaneous where we're like, okay, it's a little perspective. So, you know, <laughs> we were both frustrated, but we were like, somebody's going through that right now. You know, somebody's house is burning down as we're complaining about getting the wave perfectly behind our our wake surf boat, you know? And so, yeah, I think best, you know, you look at Americans, you know, if if you're living at, even at, let's say the poverty line, I think it's 25 or $29,000 a year in in America right now. A lot of people complain about the 1%, right? People that make 400,000 a year and above. But when you actually look at it, if you understand the world's population and what the world makes, if you're making $29,000 a year here in America, which is not very good, you're actually still in the 1% of the world's Mm -hmm. yearly income earning population. So best day of my life can be a very perspective type of deal. Even the, you know, I'm not saying it's easy being poor and all the, and I have empathy and all the rest of it, but even if you're a poor person, you're fed and you got clean water and blah, you know, there, there can be some perspective there where there are some people that are, that somebody always has it way worse. And there's always something you can be grateful for. There's always something you can look forward to if you choose to. Right. It's a choice. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's best day of my life. You choose it. You know, you set it up. It's up to you. You know, going, you know, going wake surfing this morning on a Tuesday with my best friend, another one of our buddies. That's a choice. That didn't happen on accident. We set that up. We joined the boat club. We bought houses close together. We set up this lifestyle very purposefully so that we could have magical moments together and live an amazing life and have best day of my life experiences, not just on a birthday or Christmas or a holiday, but so that we could create them randomly on a Tuesday, you know? And I think that's what it is, is being purposeful with how are you going to create the magical moments in your life, the ones that you remember the best day of my life type of experiences, you know, because they're all around. They don't have to be that expensive. We're going on Saturday to the U.S. Midway. It's a huge ship in the San Diego Harbor. And me and a bunch of my friends, my wife and whatnot, we're going, it's like 15 bucks. We're going to go watch Top Gun on the big screen, on the top of this huge aircraft carrier in in the bay. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be expensive to have a best day in my life type of experience, but you have to create it. It's not, you can't, if you sit around just waiting for those magical moments and experiences to happen, you're doing it wrong. You have to purposely, intentionally create them. And that's really what best day in my life is about, what wearing the shirt is about and what the message is about. Do you have an example besides this morning's with the wake is sure. it w-a-k-e yeah Something? so wake yeah wake surfing it's similar to wakeboarding except you don't use a rope okay i can barely stand on my two feet so i've never tried something <laughs> or skiing okay sure. but do you have an example besides this morning where you've had a best day of your life ever that you wouldn't have originally thought was the best day of your life ever really great question really great great question so i'll just go two days ago to sunday so sunday was just kind of a lazy sunday 
but it was super enjoyable. We knew my wife and I knew it was going to be lazy. We we're still kind of like tired from the wedding and we just stuff's been crazy this year for us. And we're like, Hey, we're going to like do it right though. Right. Like we're going to get a cheat meal, right. We're going to get some, some candy. We're going to get some, some stuff. We lined up, we watched like a couple Netflix movies and it was great. One of them was, uh, the greatest show on earth with Hugh Jackman. That was a really good movie. Then whoa, from there whoa, we, we went out. <laughs> I'm sorry. The first, I'm not a musician either, but that first music that comes in right away at the beginning, at the very beginning of the, of the movie, Greatest Showman. Yeah. That's how yeah. we wake up to my son every day because he's got it in that's his head amazing. and that's how he starts the day. That's amazing. See, yeah. that would be, that's a perfect example of intentionally setting up your environment yep. to have a best day of my life type of a day. And so I never watched that movie. I actually loved it. Wasn't expecting to, right? And then from there, kind of lazy mode, we have this local place that we go eat with like our best friends and neighbors. We went there. It's called Luce. Had a great, you know, great night of dinner. And then from there, we went and saw A Star is Born, the, the new movie that's out, which is an incredible movie, um, which it, with Lady Gaga, I wasn't expecting it to be incredible at all in recliner chairs with our best friends and stuff like that. And we just had, you know, we didn't do anything crazy, outdoorsy, athletic, but we just had this incredible kind of relaxed, low key, chill day that we really needed. We enjoyed each other, my wife and I, and the company we had with us, our, fr our friends and family that we value so highly and just had, just felt so rich in relationship with all the people that we got to kind of relax with that day. And, but again, we intentionally created it. And it was, it was a great, great day, you know? So it doesn't always have to be that you're jumping out of an airplane or you know, it doesn't always have to be something crazy, you know? Uh, it can be something very mellow. Yeah, absolutely. I wondered why Lady Gaga was all over the news right now. We don't have, we don't have cable and I don't spend a lot sure, of time on social media. Yeah. But I couldn't understand why, like, I mean, as I've been traveling and going in and out of airports, so I've been in and out of, you know, the, the newsstands and seeing her all over the place and on the TV. Like, what is going yeah. on? And I got home on Friday and I actually asked my husband, what is going on? Why is she all over? And he didn't yeah. have a clue either. So I figured incredible she was doing movie. something political in the States. <laughs> no, incredible movie. She okay. was phenomenal. I actually, I don't even, I'm not a pop culture guy. I didn't even know who Lady Gaga was. So by the time it got to the end of the movie, like we were all like, wow, that was incredible. What a great movie. What a great soundtrack. Beautiful. And I'm like, who was that? And, and, you know, my wife and my friend, they're like, that was Lady Gaga. You don't, I'm like, I, I, I do not know who she is, what she looks like. But yeah, soundtrack was incredible. Message was incredible. Character development. It was a great, great movie. So if you get a chance, definitely go see that movie. It's a, it's a best day of my life type of experience because uh, it's one of the better movies that I'd say we've seen this year. We see a lot of movies. Yeah. Listeners, if this is your first episode, my husband and I together have seven and we seven kids I mean and a lot of animals oh boy yeah so this weekend his two that he has outside of me are not in our house ever that sure. doesn't mean he doesn't have relationships with them but they're just never here but my two oldest will be here this weekend and I'm trying we did kids right if I could say it like that we have two <laughs> older that will provide almost free babysitting you know they get some incentives for watching the three youngest so we can have a date and we haven't had a date in like a year mm-hmm mm -hmm. Get your dates in before you get your kids on. That's all I got to say. <laughs> sure. But yeah, maybe that we haven't been to a movie in a long time. Actually, the first movie, I just have to share this. The first movie that we ever went to see was the second to last Harry Potter. 
listeners, if you're mm. going through the Harry Potter series right now, and you've, if you haven't read the last book or you haven't seen the last two movies, then just turn down for a second. Have you read or watched, Adam? I have not. My wife has seen every single one, and she's obsessed. Okay. So I'll put it this way. This is where you want to turn down, listeners, if you don't want me to spoil it. Something very... Actually, I'll, I'll leave it vague so you don't need to. Something sad happens at the end of the second to last movie. And my husband, that was his first introduction to Harry Potter, but he just wanted to be with me. So he went with me. And he... I thought he was choking on soda, but he just couldn't contain laughter. It was mm. so not a laughter moment. <laughs> like uh -huh. People who were committed to the Harry Potter brand, including myself, were crying. And That's he awesome. just starts laughing. And then some <laughs> other guys in the theater start laughing because they're there to keep their women happy. Sure. And the woman on the other side of me, I mean, this was our first movie date. She says, you better shut your husband up before I punch him. <laughs> and all these women oh, from around the theater are like, shut up, shut up. Yeah. And that just makes the guys who are already laughing, and it had grown to like a dozen by this point, they just start laughing harder. Oh, I was not happy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's funny to laugh back on now. Laugh back on? I guess that works, right? Yeah, of course. But I, I actually said to him this weekend, I was, there was something inappropriate, and I, oh, okay, really turn it down now. I said, is that a Dobby moment? And he said, yeah, it was a Dobby moment. <laughs> and that's like our internal joke now. Is, is that what it what was? What does that mean? Dobby's a character and he dies. And that's when my husband started laughing. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah. Got it. So it's just like to us, it's like the point when you shouldn't laugh, like when you're in church listening to the homily, if you're Catholic, you'll understand. And yeah. you really shouldn't start laughing, but you do, and now it's uncontainable. And you just, or if you're at a funeral, yeah, I've never started laughing at a. Yes, I actually have. I've laughed at a funeral yeah. before. Sometimes the most inappropriate times to laugh are the best times to laugh, though. You know. Yeah. Well, my grandmother. We were having our service for her, and my son. We weren't attending church at that time. It was a Catholic service, and the priest is covering up the chalice that the communion is in. And my son says, is he going to do a magic trick? Because mm -hmm. he's covering it up like he's going to pull a, a rabbit yeah. out from underneath the fabric. And I couldn't help it. I just started laughing. I mean, my son was like right. four. Oh my yeah. God. I couldn't contain it for the rest of the service, and I'm getting like mean glances from family. They're like, why are you laughing? This is a funeral. <laughs> Laughter is the best. Yeah. Anytime you can have a good laugh, in my opinion, and, and that's my wife's favorite activity besides spending time with her family is laughing uncontrollably. Mm -hmm. uh, and she finds me funny, which works out, works out well. But, you know, if you can have a moment where you are laughing hard, even if there's a little bit of backlash or whatever, to me, it was a moment well spent and worth it. That's my personal opinion. What are your other, I know you've briefly mentioned what your other business interests are, or your business endeavors, is that the right word here? I'm yeah. not very eloquent, a bit no, eloquent today, obviously, but what are they, and how do you bring Best Day of My Life into your other brands? It's a really good question. You know, really, so I don't bring it into, you know, the multifamily real estate investing I do. It's just not something that, that uh, is applicable, just more of a math equation. And, and, you know, like I said, looking for value adds and good markets and all the rest of it. But 
In terms of my other business, my other business is a gifting business. So we do client gifts, closing gifts. We're B2B. We work with about 6,000 clients now. I've been doing it for 15 years. And so we mostly work with realtors and mortgage brokers. And so when they sell a house, they use our closing gift. Best day of my life shirts would work for that, um, but they're a little bit low price point. Um, you know, for realtor sells a house or a lender does a loan, they're making a pretty substantial commission. So given a $20 shirt is not quite as high, but we do have some clients that have ordered them for like referral gifts and things like that. But hey, Adam, really I'm going to good... pause you for a second. Sure. I didn't mean actually materialistically with the products, but like... The mindset? The mindset. Because yeah. even in the multi... In the multi... How did you phrase it? Multi-family properties? Multi-family. Yeah, real I mean, estate investing. I mean, it was a huge struggle for us to buy our house. And that would have to be one of the best days of my life when we actually made it happen after way too many years. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, what it's about to me when you're dealing with clients or even tenants, it's about figuring out what you could do to kind of go above and beyond to serve them, you know, to, to offer them more value. Or, you know, if it's a client, we try to give them something like we get all about U forms on our clients where we learn you know, what school you went to, what charity you support, what's your husband's name, when's your anniversary, what are your kids' names, do you like dogs, do you teach yoga classes? Like in my other business, we track that on our, what we call our, our gold clients. And we're always trying to do things that relate to that particular client so they can have a magical moment. And so that's very best day of my life mindset for sure that if you can have a client, imagine the brand loyalty or product loyalty you get when you're actually helping one of your clients have an amazing, memorable experience or gifting them an awesome gift that's just for them that they're never going to forget that, that you took the time to do that. And so when you can make people feel special, you know, not, not only does it feel good and it's just the right thing to do, but the loyalty you get from from that client is, is unbelievable. And it's the same thing with tenants. You know, if you're investing in real estate or, or whatnot, if you can get to know a tenant and, you know, just kind of go above and beyond to, again, not just be a landlord, but be a human being. Uh, or you do the same thing with the person that's managing that property for you, you're just going to get a, a higher level of rapport, right? Rapport is really defined as, you know, like ability and speed to respond to you, right? Like how much rapport, if you send somebody a text or call somebody, are they picking up that call? Okay, then you're in good rapport. Well, if you've made that person feel, feel special with an awesome gift or an awesome experience, or just by being, you know, kind and being a human being to them, you know, you're, you're going to have more rapport with that person, more loyalty. And that's not, I'm not saying that's the intention that which you do it, you do it because it's just the right thing to do, but that's just inevitably what the result ends up being. I love that. As a landlord, as a property manager, we have to remember, I mean, and I'm not one at this point, but I've had enough experience with them that keeping it cool and just working with the residents or me working with my clients. There's that juggle between their fire not being my emergency, but it's a it's an emergency for them. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean literal fire, but building the rapport is so important and treating people like people and not just as a dollar sometimes. Well, all the time. Let's just be real. I mean, we know that when yeah. you're selling property or getting investors, that is about the bottom line. But building the rapport will help you get that money even faster. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all related. Business is about relationships. It truly is. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, relate relationships and adding value, you know, and, and that, that's really, you know, if you were to boil business down to two things, it's really what it's about. About a year and a half ago, I think I don't have it marked on my calendar or anything. Actually, it was probably longer ago than that. Our water was shut off. Either we didn't have money oh. to pay the bill or we just forgot to pay the bill, which happens around here. OK, sure. A sure. Busy house. We forget to pay bills. Oh, sometimes. yeah. So it was shut off and it snowed. And it, we will forever laugh about that because sure. although we, <laughs> we got it back on that, that same day, listeners, I just want you to know that. But mm-hmm. it snowed. So my husband and I, the boys were, my boys were at home. I think they actually had a snow day. He told them, you can go be in the backyard, but bring in a, bring in a bowl of snow for your mom so she, <laughs> so she can use the toilet. I mean, it seriously puts stuff in perspective. Yeah. And in that case, you know, we were fortunate to actually have a bathroom and yes, to have snow in the backyard, even though the -hmm. water was off for a day. But like you were just talking about, we are, even when we've struggled at our worst financially, we're still in the top 1% of the world. And we can look at countries around the world that don't even have toilets. They're still using holes so, yeah, they had to pee in the backyard yeah. for a day, but other people have to do it constantly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Perspective. Perspective yeah. is key, no doubt. What are you most excited about in the next 90 days, Adam? What am I most excited about? I mean, many things, right? And that's the best way to really live a positive life is, is to always have positive anticipation for something on the horizon and not like two years out, Right. But again, I'm, I'm excited about this upcoming weekend I have. Um, I'm excited about my businesses. I'm excited about the 30-unit property outside of Fort Wayne, Indiana that I'm under contract on. We're going to the Atlantis in the Bahamas for a week in about a couple months here. I'm excited about really? that. We're doing, I'm going to want to yeah. hear about that. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're going for a week. And, uh, and then we have Greece and Italy in July and then New Zealand for Christmas. And, uh, you know, I, I think that you need to stagger out things that you're excited about so that you always have something to look forward to because and again there's some statistic out there i don't know the exact source that talks about how 70 percent of your enjoyment of any event in your life is the anticipation looking up to that you know the bahamas trip seven days you know at a resort like that it'll fly by right it'll be monday and then it'll be sunday and we'll be leaving before we even know it but the anticipation looking forward to that with my wife talking about what we're going to do there and, and all those things, that anticipation is about 70% of the joy of that actual event. So mm. again, kind of best day of my life mindset. You always need to have, yeah, look forward to the day, maximize it, make the most of it, but always have something that's not too far around the corner, even if it's just a movie date with your husband, right? Got to get those date nights in, but always make sure you have that something to look forward to. It gets you through the long days or the hard work or all of it. And so we were very strategic with setting that up and always having something that's not too far away that, that we can look forward to. But yeah, I'd say that excited about the businesses, excited about our uh, trips coming up here and, you know, excited to be married and, and generally just very excited about my life. But I don't think you uh, start a company called Best Day of My Life if you're not pretty pumped up and, and positive, right? I would hope not. <laughs> yeah. Right. I would really hope not. I mean, I'm sure there yeah. are people out there who start what you would think to be, I mean, similar type-ish companies who are just doing it for the money. But that is not how I want to do my life. 
And I would right. encourage listeners not to do it either because people can feel it. Totally. I mean, if you went, if you walked around with your best day of my life t-shirt on and a frown, people would feel totally. it. They'd be like, what the heck? Yeah. Seriously, dude? Yeah. yeah. You're incongruent and people can tell. People can feel that, you know, it, it doesn't work. And why would you want it? It's too exhausting to try to be three different people. You know, you can only really be your authentic self in my perception. It's just, it's too draining to try to be, oh, I got to pretend to be this positive guy now. And now I got to pretend to be, it's like, be yourself. Some people like it, some people don't, but it, it is too exhausting and time consuming to try to be multiple people, you know? And yeah, so I just believe, you know, be authentically you. And maybe you're not that positive, you know, maybe a best day in my life shirt's not for you, or maybe it's more of an ironic thing. But, you know, if you're going to be something, be yourself. We see it as being positive is not, you don't just be positive for the sake of being positive. Being a positive person is a very pragmatic way to go about your life and your business. Because what's the alternative? Be negative, right? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. You're not going to come to good conclusions that way. You're not going to interact with your employees, your clients well that way, or your spouse. You have a miserable existence, right? And so for me, I've never been, oh, be positive and rah, rah, this and that. It's like, no, no, no. It is very rational to be positive. That's my personal perception. I'm open to being wrong now. Oh, absolutely. I just was curious because Earlier when you were talking about how you were so surprised that bestdayofmylife.com was not taken. Right. I just got a phrase in my head and I had to go see. So GoDaddy was still up on the background. So I was curious just now, worstdayofmylife.com is taken. I was going to tell you that you needed <laughs> to go get it just so that nobody <laughs> else would. You know? Yeah. Can you imagine that? 48 months ago, trademarks not taken, URLs not tra- taken, Instagram wasn't even taken. I mean just incredible, you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, I had no interest in starting another business, but again, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you can't be romantic about yourself, your skills or your idea. You need to listen to the market. Mm. And that's, you know, kind of what we did. Yeah. Well, I just had to tell Lang and Jen, just so you know, we're, as soon as those aqua sweatshirts come available, it might be a year from now the team's getting them. Yeah. So I'm just letting you know there will be orders coming in from my, for my team. Well, Hey, we're happy to help you out. We appreciate the support. We really do. Thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm actually really excited. My husband might be able to get me to go do more grocery shopping now, just because I'll wear the sweatshirt (laughs) (laughs) because I, I, I'm seriously excited to see the looks of the people. around. Uh, I mean, being where I am in Ohio, yes, there are the salon owners and the real estate, agents and uh, I know I'm not saying it sure. right but I never get realtors or realtors or however the, is the right way to say it sure. right and there's there are the entrepreneurs <laughs> yeah yep. but there's a whole larger segment of the population around here that thinks that just because things are the way they are is the way that they're always going to be yeah so I want to yep. go disrupt the status quo around try Ohio that, where that's my what best, it's a, yeah that, that's what it's about you know why not you yeah exactly you know? And it just feels good. You oh, know, it, it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at there else I can go off onto a whole other tangent. Sure. Of Adam, this has been so much fun. Where yeah, can Kim, you, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just so excited. Sorry. I want you to share where listeners can find you online and uh, like exactly where. 
Yeah, so bestdayofmylife.com, uh, our website, or Instagram at Best Day of My Life, Facebook, Best Day of My Life. So, you know, social media, but if you're looking to order product or, or whatnot, definitely bestdayofmylife.com. You can actually order off Facebook and whatnot too. But uh, yeah, and again, 10% of our proceeds go to an amazing, amazing cause, Front Row Foundation, and, you know, just a great, great, you'll love the product. And the shirts are super, super high quality, and the hoodies as well. We've actually sold. Uh, as many hoodies as we have shirts. So uh, the quality is amazing. You can't you can't have the best day of your life if you're wearing super uncomfortable clothes. So we really are committed uh, to having, you know, preeminent first class products. And so, yeah, go there, buy yourself a shirt or tank top or a hoodie, buy one for your friend or your spouse, and it all goes to a really good cause. Amazing. Yeah. And listeners, there will be a link, which again, will be at thekimsutton.com forward slash pp526 and just because i'm nosy and curious i would love to know what product you would love to see best day of my life on and what colors you think they should offer next in t-shirts hoodies or tank tops yeah do you have a parting piece of advice or a golden nugget that you could share with listeners really good question you know again my, my only parting piece of advice i think would be kind of what we already touched on a little bit which is to be intentional. You know, that's it. You know, you, you have to set up your environment and take care of yourself, whether it's like you said, sleeping well or eating well or getting your workout in or getting your alone time in or getting your date night in. I'm giving you permission to be a little selfish, right? Be a little selfish. Set up your environment the way you need it to be so that you can be the best version of yourself. You know, if you need downtime or sleep or you need some exercise or you need like, be it because if you're not taking care of yourself, you can hardly have the energy to go out and inspire other people to have the best day of their life. So I'm giving you permission to be a little bit selfish. Set your environment up the way that you want it to be so that you can feel good. Because if you don't feel good, you're not going to have the best day of your life. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Positive Productivity Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, I'm supporting six to seven figure business coaches with their marketing automation and entrepreneurs like you through my coaching and mastermind programs. I want to invite you to visit thekimsutton.com to learn how I can help you take your business to the next level. (laughs) 